welcome back, one and all, to What a Beautiful Podcast, the 12th. Here we are, episode 12, baby. Yeah. I'm Jack. Yeah. It's time, Andy, for the 12th episode. Is, is, it, is this it? Is this, this, this is the time. The time is now. Yeah, it's, it's September. It's the 12th episode. These two things are related. Let's just... <laughs> get, get right into it. I don't know. This this Labor Day weekend, we've had ourselves a couple couple fun days. Yeah, it's it's been, it's been a it's been a very long weekend, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we have uh, pretty much just the beginning of the 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 beginning of the the rest of Battle Tendency. We got through the uh, the major part with your friends the uh, your friends the Pillar Men. Yeah, and everything that's not the Pillarmen, which is to say everything that doesn't matter. (laughs) (sighs) Well, eh, some of it matters, but by and large, it does not. It was basically like Phantom Blood 1.5, and now we're in, like, the good shit. Yeah, this is where this gets real. We're about to go uh, knee-deep into a training arc. But, but before you start wincing, it's a lot better than that would in- initially imply. Are, are you saying that training arcs aren't the best part of any shonen manga? I uh, That's training oh, arcs. exactly what I'm saying. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm actually completely sincere. I eat training ar- arcs like, g- just give me them. Give me them. Like, I love uh-huh. seeing new skills. I love seeing... Uh, my fight boys get stronger in weird ways. I love it. Just give it to me. I mean, fair enough. And and also to be fair, that's that's exactly what this is. But I actually really enjoy this training arc a whole a whole bunch. I think it's I think it's good stuff. Yeah, it's fun. But without further ado, let's jump right into chapter seventy one, the Master of Venice. Who is the Master of Venice, Jack? Well, it's certainly not this Professor Oak-looking motherfucker, right? <laughs> like, right to start with. <laughs> he, is he looks definitely... like old Koichi. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Koichi went back in time, like, 70 years just to be a doctor for Joseph. And yeah. <laughs> Joseph's all scared and, like, holding himself on this chair. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> you would be scared, too, body? if someone just put two poison rings in your body. Yeah, and he's got this skeleton here on the cover page. Like, it's a pretty good skeleton. Like, yeah, and we got the rings in there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we basically just get like a whole bunch of exposition about how about Caesar and JoJo arguing about what about just Caesar thinking that JoJo's not taking this seriously enough, which of course he isn't. <laughs> yeah, he he is not. And this <laughs> they've had this like exact same conversation before. Like, oh yeah. Caesar doesn't like JoJo. JoJo doesn't like Caesar. It's gonna happen a couple more times, and then we'll get into like them being good old fight pals, fight boy pals. Uh, <laughs> Caesar's just such an asshole. He's like, yeah, you can't. Do I'm this on the water page. Trick. I'm looking at the page where the, where Caesar's throwing the water at him, and there's just this great oh. panel that's just. Caesar's just saying, here, Jojo, and he's got his arm contorted backwards, like, th- throwing the water. <laughs> he's just throwing it like a football. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can't even do this. You can't even break your own arm and turn it upside down. You're not even suited. You're not suited to be a ripple master. But, but essentially what we're seeing here is Jojo using the ripple to, like, mess with molecules, which is, which is kind of like... A bit of foreshadowing for some of the things that happens in the training arc. This this part with him trying to keep the water in the cup, but it's pretty neat. Yeah, for anyone familiar with Naruto, this is exactly what the sh- uh, chakra cha- training is like, like down to ex- exactly it. <laughs> this is like Kishimoto just transposed this and then put it in Naruto. <laughs> like it's it's the same thing using the ripple to control water like as a training exercise it's the same but enough about that bottom line (laughs) jojo cannot do it (laughs) he's really shit at the ripple just proving what we already know proving that what we already know that uh jojo is not that great with the ripple 
No, and I love his this panel with him like smug sitting back in the chair. It's like, bah, I don't care. I was able to make a cactus explode. I could also blast the cap off a soda bottle. But what if I can't <laughs> turn a cup of water into doubt? That that got away from me, but you got it. Oh man, JoJo just he's embarrassing himself here. Yeah, and then we also get this weird picture, this weird veiny arm, and, like, I don't really know what's going on there. Oh, oh, God. I mean, <laughs> oh, ugh. <laughs> well. Let's not, like. <laughs> yeah, let's not dwell on that. Then we get some yeah. backstory about, like, di- like the breathing method and the ripple and it's like, discus throwers. And now we're just back to JoJo and Caesar yelling at each other, which is the yeah. It's a whole lot of nonsense. But long story short, Caesar's like, "We're gonna go see my master in Venice, and she's gonna teach you how to not suck." <laughs> and then the next page, boom, we're in Venice. Mm. We're there. You miss, you miss like one of like one of Joseph's most famous lines. Oh no, the phrase I hate oh, most right. is hard work. And my second that is that is the first oh no is that is that the first oh no no he did he had an oh no in spaghetti battle oh he did you're right i think you're right but regardless all all oh no's uh, deserve to be pointed out and and observed (laughs) hard work and my my second hated word is work hard Caesar's a gate mouth. This is your life, you bastard. Which <laughs> basically sums up Caesar's character at this point. But yeah, now we're in Venice. It, I guess it looks like Venice. I've never been to Venice. I guess there's a lot of water. Yeah, I mean, I've been there. It's a little bit more like dirty than this. Like this well, is pretty. I'd imagine uh, so. Pretty pristine looking. The water is not that. Is not anywhere near that blue. <laughs> That's oh yeah, I'd be short. surprised if it was even blue to start with, and not yeah. just like black. I would guess like look like looks like just liquid mud. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we see this uh this gondola over here with someone in it, and it's just this weird. Well, it looks like this weird creepy clown person. Turns yeah, out to wearing... be the Ripple Master that Caesar spoke of. Yeah, and and this person proceeds to take Jojo to school using the power of an oar. <laughs> Just basically using the ripple to control this oar to make this person do all kinds of crazy poses, because yeah. why not? Yeah, there's, there's some really cool panels in here as far as, like, drawing ability. Like, the one where there's, like, 24 oars <laughs> just, like, oh, spinning yeah. around. After all those pages of JoJo and Caesar just yelling at each other, it was very nice to see some action scenes. Oh yeah, exactly. Like that—that's why I kind of just like like glazed over all that because it's all—it was all just complete nonsense. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. And then it all leads up to an amazing panel where this uh, this person <laughs> has this oar and just chunks it right into JoJo's collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's where oh. you hit someone real hard when you're trying to show, like, just show them a lesson. Break their I... collarbone, that's always good. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's probably got a couple collarbones in there. He's got he's got bones to spare. That's but... true. Who know, who knows what's going on with that, these, these weird bone formations in their bodies? Because, I don't know. It ain't human. Yeah. The Ripple could probably just make more bones, let's be honest. But... Jo- Joe gets knocked into the water, and he surprises everybody with his ability to stand on the water using the ripple, which he's good at the ripple. He's just very lazy. That's but yeah, he has he has a lot of potential. Really, at the end of the day, it's just it's un unfocused attention uh, potential. Yeah, that that's Joseph in a nutshell. And yeah, we finally see who this person actually is. And what do you know? It's the Ripple Master, Lisa Lisa. Yep, we get introduced to who is still one of my favorite characters in all of JoJo. Oh, yeah. Lisa Lisa's yeah, great. She's, 
Yeah, she's very she's very good. She's called Lisa Lisa. No one knows her real name, history, family, or why she started using the Ripley. That's that's all we get for them. Yeah. That's all we need. Actually, you don't really even need to know anything else other than now we get to have scenes of uh, JoJo underestimating her because she's a woman. Yeah, because it's the 1930s and things aren't great. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Joj, you you could definitely be better at this. Um, but he tries to fight her, uh, and his skill compared to hers is woefully underdeveloped. She's able to, like, tap dance on this oar, flip it up, use the water to, like, hang from the oar in midair. It's really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, and then we, we also get, like, a primer to the way that Araki draws Lisa Lisa, and I guess, to put it lightly, it, it's just not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he gets better. He It's like his first time having to draw a female character, like, for more than a chapter. Let's give the man a break. Especially a female character in an action scene. So, like, yeah, yeah. he can kind of get a pass. But, like, her, her overall design doesn't really stay consistent throughout the part. Oh, not at all. I mean, there's, there's this one panel where she has 11 legs while she's holding this oar. And that's just Araki's tendency to, like, draw a whole bunch of body parts to show, like, fast motion, but uh, yeah. it still looks bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, one of the like, one, like, one of the most striking parts about the anime adaptation was how they, they uh, evened out Lisa Lisa's, like, design and, and appearance to oh, definitely yeah, to yeah. its benefit. Yeah, you could say, like, of all things, David Production like, took each part of the manga and, like, split the difference, like, as far as stylistic changes went, and just, like, uh -huh. like kind of smoothed over the rough patches and made everyone look pretty okay. Yeah, like, they, they at least made it consistent, which is really the biggest problem with the art at the end of the day, is the consistency. But that's oh, always, yeah. that, 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 but that, funny enough, that consistently is a problem with Araki's art, <laughs> is the consistency. Irony. <laughs> but Lisa Lisa does this cool or boat trick, flips over Joj and pops this Bane mask on him, and it it's, looks really stupid. <laughs> yeah. But what this is is a ripple breathing mask. If he doesn't use the ripple, or if he doesn't use the breathing rhythm that creates the ripple, he cannot breathe and he will die. So mm -hmm. it's literally a sink or swim kind of training speaking of which uh jojo immediately falls into the water because he can't use the ripple <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you bitch you bitch uh, there's also one more thing i need to say i'm not teaching you the ripple to save your life i'm teaching you to become warriors that can, can defeat them that's all which is uh lisa lisa's character she's kind of stone cold for a while she oh yeah yeah she does she just doesn't want uh, Jojo to get any ideas, and yeah, since he's kind of like a dumb, a big dumb idiot, she needs to she needs to be tough to gain his respect, basically. Yeah, she needs to be tough just to like take this fool to school. Like they're literally yeah. going to the Ripple School now. Because he uh, doesn't, he does, Jojo really doesn't give a fuck about what Caesar has to say. But if this like random Ripple lady completely ruins him, that'll whip him into shape. Oh yeah, of course. And he has a nice fourth wall breaking uh, thing, or maybe not. Maybe he's just this is how he thinks. Uh, how come I'm not getting cool scenes lately? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe Shoji just considers himself the protagonist of a manga starring himself. Which yeah, sure. This woman's this woman's ability and talents are genius. Amazing movement. I'll have to accept having a woman as a teacher. Damn it! Oh damn well. It. Oh god, fucking damn it! <laughs> Shut up, Joey. Oh, Shut man. up, Joey. Who raised you? <laughs> but Granny Arena no. is like one of the strongest ladies like in the universe. And like, how are you gonna how are you gonna be like that? Well, I mean, once we once we see his profile. Uh, coming up in the next the next chapter, like we we get some understanding of uh, yeah. what went into Joey, but for now <laughs> we're going.
point the heirs to Plena Island. I don't know if that's a place. It 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 looks like a floating <laughs> church. No, what it looks like <laughs> is uh, the Tower of the Gods from Windwaker. I just thought of that. I was literally just gonna say that. Yeah, like when you go to Hyrule Castle, like that. That's literally. Yeah, it. That, that's what. <laughs> it looks like someone just dropped Saint Peter's Basilica in the ocean. Um, We're going to that it, island. That whole island is my home. I live there. It's mine. Uh, we get a uh, little flash sideways to see what Steed and Erina are up to. And we realize that um, Steed has basically lied to Erina that Joey's like going on a month-long tour of Italy. For some reason, this boy does not go to school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and Steedwagon's little thought bubble with <laughs> a little... A little Joey in it saying, Hey, you better not tell Granny Erina about the poison ring. If you do, I'll beat the crap out of you. <laughs> oh, Steve Wagon's uh, afraid of his uh, big boy nephew. <laughs> <laughs> nephew, grandson, what, whatever. Um, now, Lisa Lisa introduces us to a, a brand new character. In Joey's Bizarre Adventures, the Hell Climb Pillar. Oh, oh God, the Hell Climb Pillar. Real quick though, I just want to point pillar. out, like, I don't know if it's like the color, if the coloration's fault or the original mm -hmm. penciling, but it's just this one panel where it's just a, where it's the prologue to the trading. I call it the Hell Climb Pillar. At least, at least it looks like she has like a weird pointy goatee. She kind of looks like. Um... <laughs> Someone used the mirror tool on a human face, and <laughs> that you, that really doesn't work out because you think we're symmetrical, and then you try it, and it don't and it just doesn't quite look right, and that's what happened no. here. Something something looks off. It it definitely looks off. Yeah, but I see what you mean. Like the shading has given her like this uh, uh grand <laughs> vizier uh, soul yeah. patch. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. We meet the Hell Climb Pillar, which is to say, Lisa Lisa, like, butterfly kicks Caesar and Joey into this uh, giant pit, in the middle of which is this pillar coming out of the ground, and everything is covered in oil. <laughs> and the challenge here is to climb up this pillar before they starve to death. And they oh can only God. use the ripple because the Hellkind pillar rejects all but the ripple. <laughs> Joey just screaming oil at when he's at the bottom. Yeah. Like, this is oil. Lots of oil is running down the wall. And the trick is they the like you can use the ripple to like attach yourself to the wall, which cool yeah which is kind of similar a similar uh use of the technique like when joe joey and caesar were keeping the water in the glass like kind of a yeah. similar similar idea the same like uh chakra technique um so in right in the middle of this we have profile of jojo and this is this will become like commonplace in the later parts is just like a one page character or stand bio once the stand starts showing up um and we just get some like some nice character detail. We see that jo JoJo's only eighteen, yet he oh man, one hundred ninety five centimeters. What is that? That he's he's uh, that's like a, he's like six foot. He's seven. a tall boy. Yeah, he's yeah, a tall he's boy. A, yeah, he's a tall big boy. Um, he graduated high school uh, in England, but he was also imprisoned seven times for fighting and expelled once. And I just like to I always forget Yeah, that he's been imprisoned for fighting. Well he's been imprisoned for fighting and I always forget that little character detail that he they because he bring he brings it up in Stardust Crusaders also that he's just a big comic book collector. I I always forget that about him. Oh yeah, he's just a nerd. But yeah, I I bet you he has action comics number one sitting around somewhere that he could sell in the future for like twenty thousand dollars. Oh, he probably had a bunch. He, that's probably how he got into the real estate market. He sold like a couple of those off, <laughs> yeah. like bought a few houses, and just like uphill from there. Right. Girlfriend, not at the moment, but very picky. 
Her smarts don't matter if she's cute. <laughs> oh man, Joey, you need you need to have some life lessons, my friend. Um, Favorite and- food: fried chicken and chewing gum. Oh my god, I love this. Preferably boy. both at the same time. <laughs> Favorite color: marine blue. Favorite animal: dog. If you could have a marine blue dog, you'd be in heaven. Least. <laughs> Least favorite animal, cow, because they slobber. And he wants to be a pilot, which I guess makes sense because he always has goggles on. Uh, and he has yeah, goggles on right now. I guess too. that explains the goggles. I never really thought about it too much, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he does fly planes at some point. It does not go well, but he does. <laughs> you could, I, guess, I guess you could consider him a failed pilot. Um, but then we get back just right back into the chapter i'm not sure if i guess i guess the profile was maybe at the end or something but you know uh we just get more details on the hell climb pillar it's like oil is continually flowing from the top from the bottom back down from the top um so it's just like oil 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 24 7 oil it's it's very tall it's 24 meters radius circumference is 7.3 meters Hmm. what do you think about that that's uh, that's something, something, Jack. That's something. <laughs> they just give these weird details. Like he never stops giving, like quantifying things that don't need to be quantified. Like you could. Yeah, just... it's like I never really thought to myself, like, man, I wish I knew how big exactly the Hellheim pillar is. You could have just said it was a girthy, oily boy, and I would have been fine. Be like, oh yeah. Or crazy cool. thing is, we're reading a comic book, so we can see that it's a girthy, <laughs> oily boy. So like, did Iraqi just forget he was writing a comic book? Sometimes. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes I. Think I always he felt does. that way with like how there's always somebody narrating the fights and everything. Like I really do feel like was this supposed to, like is this not supposed to be a comic book? <laughs> did he just want to write a weird novel? Yeah. Maybe. But. Caesar has already started sticking to the Hellclimb pillar because he's 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 pretty good with the Ripley. He's better at it than Joey uh, currently, um, and he's able to just stick on there. But Joey tries it and he is not able to. And in the Joe Stark tradition, uh, Joey gets very pissed and immediately rips off his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a thing for the for this family. That woman. Once I get to the top, I'm going to hurt you in lots of different ways, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that line. It's very good. Um, And then he realizes after he rips off his favorite pink shirt, he can fashion it into a rope. And he tries to trick the pillar and wrap it around and kind of like shimmy sham his way up using the rope as like how do you describe this i like he wraps it around the pillar for leverage i guess you could say yeah Um, like he's pulling against it to hang for the wall but then lisa lisa does her best uh zawordo and chucks a little (laughs) knife at it yeah and just cuts it it's like this hell climb pillar only likes to ripple and knock down anything else don't forget that joe (laughs) forgot that and will forget that uh and gets dunked right back in the oil and just think about this for a second, Andrew. Like, we know we know what it's like to be in water, but what would it feel like to just be in oil? Like, I don't really want to know. Like, it sounds bad, but this whole situation sounds bad. Yeah, it's like, ugh, I, ugh, gross, gross. Like, and then um, it, it, it says 28 hours have passed, and Caesar's only made it 15 me- meters, and JoJo hasn't even started. <laughs> yeah, so they've been in here for an entire day. Like, what? what is the way JoJo's... time moves while they're inside the Hell Climb Pillar never really made any sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it's basically the hyperbolic time chamber. Like, yeah, I... I Basically, Araki just wanted to make it seem like a lot of time happened to make it seem a little bit more like, oh, this is bad. But the characters don't really reflect being inside of a pool of oil for 28 hours. No, but Caesar has uh, 
further his technique. Joey's worried because it looks like his hand is coming off, but no. Caesar is just using uh, his fingertips to attach to the, the pillar, which means that he can attack stronger because if the ripple is coming out of a smaller area, it has a greater effect or something. It really it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, the ripple. Uh, he does it. And, and then Joey decides that he's got to give it a better shot, so he activates his ripple by hitting his side taunt and doing his special pose. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. I had down that he um, is trying out the new dance craze using the nation, the oily slide. Cause that's <laughs> this is one of his uh, famous poses with uh, his purple crop top um, and just kind of like sliding around with his hand in front of his face um, and then he leaps vertically out of this oil which good on him and he's able to stick because he's very yeah. good at the ripple he's stuck yeah and now he's even how more should i hurt that bitch was. when i get to the top <laughs> <laughs> joey is motivated primarily by vengeance at this point <laughs> yeah, considering that now we're three hours later and Joey has already gotten 18 meters when Caesar originally got 15 in over a day. So, yeah, he, he's he got hops. He can just hop. <laughs> oh, man. But because Joey's most hated phrase is hard work, followed by work hard, uh, he finds a gash on the pillar and is like, Oh yeah, let me get my hand in there. Let me let me just hang out for a bit. I'm very tired. I'm a tired boy. And of course, it's a trap. And oh yeah, when he gets his when he gets his hand in this crack, he presses a button, and basically an umbrella of oil is shooting out at like super high pressure from the pillar, just making like uh, like a, like a just a big old bubble of how would you explain this because it, it's it's hard well to... it's kind of like it's kind of like uh i guess this is kind of like a weird comparison but like when you when in disneyland they like sometimes do these like ridiculous shows where they spray water and have like something projected on the water and like that's oh. kind of what it's like it's just like yeah. this water shooting out so fast or in this case, oil shooting out so fast that it looks like it looks like a like a sideways fountain. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, that's good. But it's blasting out at super high pressure, and Joey's just like, ah, oh, fuck. I guess I really should not have done that. And no, I shouldn't have done that. No. But again, we get another profile. We get the profile of Caesar, which is. Very funny. <laughs> First of all, he's got this steampunk ass bubble pipe that's just he's just blowing on, and it looks ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's I'm absolutely hilarious. I'm sure he got this custom made at some like glass blowing shop, and <laughs> just this fucking nerd in his bubbles. God damn it. Um, I like that under distinguishable body characteristics, strange marks on both cheeks, one cavity. Like, okay. he's an annoying guy who likes to act cool. <laughs> but he cares for his friends and family and takes pride in that. Deep Parentheses. down emotions. Deep down emotions. Catchphrase, no. Mamma Mia. Wow, Mama good one. Mia. Good one, Rocky. <laughs> he does like to collect lighters as a hobby, which, mm, yeah. Mm. Yep. That's a thing that people do. Like, they just collect lighters. Man, people can collect anything if you let them. Like <laughs> I saw a commercial, like a like a, P, a PSA from the mm -hmm. police department that was like, parents, don't let your kids collect lighters. And I was like, is this really that big of an epidemic? <laughs> Jesus, really? Yeah, what? the commercial was like, uh, it showed a kid picking up a lighter off the street and taking it. And it was the, the commercial was like, Lighters aren't toys. Parents, don't let your kids play with lighters. And it's like, Jesus. 
what? Do kids really have nothing better to do in the year of our Lord 2016? Like, I can, I can kind of understand it in 1938. Like, they didn't have shit. Like, they just went yeah. outside and, like, looked at Like, we shit. have video games now. The, the HTC Vive is a thing. You can VR into another universe. But kids no are just gotta... pick, picking up yeah. lighters off of the street. <laughs> like, Jimmy, do you have any orange Bix? No, but I got, <laughs> I got, got this blue Zippo. I don't, like, I don't know. What? Like, flick lighters serve, like, a very, very, very specific and singular purpose. And that is to set a small thing on fire. Like, there's no other reason to have them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, that they're getting off on a tangent here. But point no. being... It, <laughs> point being... Another Caesar great would, thing about... Caesar would you. definitely collect Pez if it were present day. I just want to... Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead. And go ahead. things he dislikes. Lame guys. Half-ass guys. The sound of peeling an apple and insects. That's a... I mean, that's fair. Like, do you yeah. like insects? I don't. No. But I do like its girlfriend, Many. Many. <laughs> if he sees a lonely girl, he thinks he has to go up to her. He believes the lies he tells to this are not wrong. And Caesar <laughs> is basically a pickup artist. And that... That's that's about it. That's about it for old Caesar. Yeah. <sighs> Where we last left Caesar, uh, he's right below this light screen of oil coming out, and he just had a fountain pen like in his back pocket. I guess, I guess he just had a fountain pen. Like it would have been really cool if this was a lighter, <laughs> like one of his prized collections, and he sticks it up into the oil screen, and it is it is cut in half, and. They basically confirm that if they try to go through this without using some kind of ripple magic, they're going to get sliced in half. And this is a real thing, Andrew, because uh, hydraulic injuries are one of those things that uh, are horrifying. Yeah. Like, very, very terrifying. Like, something coming into your body at thousands of PSI is not good. But this being the world of Joj, they can get around this somehow. And how they get around this is what else? The Ripple. Or Sendo Power. <laughs> Haven't heard Sendo Power in a while. I miss it. It's fun to say. Yeah. Oh, but. I'm sorry. <laughs> the page with Caesar, like. He looks like he's doing a flash dance on the hell pillar. <laughs> <laughs> like, he takes his hands off the pillar and, like, solely, solely half uses his feet to uh, kind of, like, human flagpole the pillar. And then he just dives right into the screen. And we think he's going to get hurt. But because Caesar is better at the ripple than Joge, he can both... Um, Attract, because uh, it says attaching ripple and repelling ripple, and and oh, because he's attaching to the the hell pillar with the ripple, but he's also repelling the oil in his arms, like as he's going through the screen. Um, yeah, so yeah. he's basically putting like a giant, like a, a ripple force field around him. Yeah, he's very good at ripple control. He's basically the Sakura of JoJo, um, and then. Joj is just, like, looking at him from under the light screen, like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. But he can't. So he's got to, like, try to put his own Joey spin on it, which he does. But we see that uh, Caesar has made his way out of the pillar 61 hours later. Like, and <laughs> Joey is still 20 meters down. So... Joey's still got a way to go, Andrew, and he's not having a oh, good yeah. time with it. Yeah, and you know, even though Caesar uh, didn't really have, like, the... Caesar was very much more, like, consistent in his journey up to the top, but he, he sure did it. Yeah, he, he, like, by hook and by crook, he just got up there. He's he's a strong boy. 
not not to be not to be taken lightly. It's exceptionally oh, taken yeah. lightly by the pillar men. And he gets shit on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this great theme. panel. Great panel. It's like, with JoJo, with JoJo's personality, he will soon take the all-or-nothing risk of jumping into the high-pressure barrier. <laughs> Wh- when that happens... Uh, Caesar, Caesar likes the, the melodrama of this all. Um, oh, yeah. Actually the way about... JoJo handles handles the oil situation is, is amazing. And oh, very, very God. Joey. Oh, my god but like this is this whole thing has been uh a good like uh, character development for the both of them like they become closer in their struggle up the hell climb pillar and like caesar actually cares about jojo at this point it's like no don't don't jump up there you'll die stop jojo just stay there but yeah joey being joey um cut finally beat of my ripple which Sure, Joey. Whatever, whatever you want. Um, and we see him stick his hand into the oil, and then he's gone, and we don't see him. Ten seconds later, uh, Lisa Lisa shows back up. Caesar is freaking out. It's like, what happened to Joey? Was he ripped apart by the oil? Where is he? And no, he's on the side of the pit somehow, barely like he's right below like the finish line he's just about to do it and how do you how do you do that andrew well (laughs) so you he uses the ripple to like stick on to the oil blade and like basically slides down it and then propels himself off the side doing like a backflip over it and then just (laughs) sticks to the top and like it's you know ridiculous <laughs> the way caesar got through it is a little bit more elegant but hey it got the job done yeah after he practiced the oily slide at the bottom of the pillar he has now mastered the oily slide <laughs> and then we get this really great little moment where caesar uh, grabs jojo's hand because he almost falls off and then he like asks lisa lisa for forgiveness and she's like oh yeah that's fine like yeah. no worries, but aren't you about to? Aren't you like physically exhausted? And he's like, "Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I just spent three days in oil. Yeah, <laughs> I feel really shitty. I haven't eaten. I I need I need a burger like now. And then like the the text at the bottom of the page is like ten seconds later after JoJo said, "Don't let go." Thirteen times he reaches the top. Sixty one yeah. hours and nine minutes. Uh, yeah, so a very, very good uh, little little mini story with the Hell Climb Pillar. Very important oh, yeah. part of the whole thing. It's not really a very con- conventional uh, training arc. No, no. And it's like, it's it's an introduction to the training arc. It's not really the meat of it. Cause yeah. The meat of it is just a chapter montage. But... But, you know, Lisa Lisa is not really a conventional uh, shonen manga master martial arts person, so. Oh, no, definitely not. It's she's very cool. I like her a lot. Um, but there's probably a good place to call it, you think? I'm not, sh- I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's a strong place to, to call it. We managed to get through the like all the Hell Climb Pillar part in one in one episode. That's not, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. And the next couple chat like that's a good point because the next couple chapters um lead into uh more plot happenings which is cool like yeah. this is a little little breather after uh <laughs> like the d- couple of couple of dark chapters in that underground italian cathedral yeah <laughs> but um but it's a great time to just jump right into uh, uh this week's diamond is unbreakable episode and it was the start of sheer heart attack, which is already, which is up to this point the long, the longest uh, story arc in Diamond is Unbreakable so far. Yeah, and... if you count uh, Kyrio Shikage's Quiet Life first part, and then we're on the second part of Sheer Heart Attack. So now, it's, oof, this is a four-parter. It's going to be a five-parter next week. They might even do six parts. Probably not. Probably next week is going to be the last bit of this. But hmm. 
Yeah, we'll see. But uh, a lot happened this week, Jack. <laughs> As always, a lot happened. But this was a very action-heavy episode, and we haven't oh, ha- we, we really haven't had that since uh, since Chili Pepper. Yeah, but definitely from this point on, Diamond is Unbreakable gets more action-oriented. Like, there's definitely a more things happening more pieces in motion the less quiet chapters for sure but for this episode where we last left team george we got them we had jotaro and koichi and sheer heart attack had just exploded in centipede oh, yeah. shoes the aptly named centipede shoes named because centipedes need lots of shoes um and then sheer heart attack explodes the smoke clears it's gone jotaro the smart man basically the batman of murayo is like we gotta be careful it's probably still around here we can't do anything rash and then fucking yeah we we get some weird a weird side of koichi where he's he's just kind of he's kind of being a little bit of a brat, like, yeah he, I, this is why people hate Koichi <laughs> because he's like <laughs> this sometimes. <laughs> he's not often like this, especially at this part in the manga. But now he's just like, Jotaro told me to do this, but I think I think I'm good at this and I'm not gonna listen. So he starts walking to the door. And what do you know? Sheer heart attack still here. And Oh yeah, crazy. Oh god. And it locks on to Koichi and immediately jumps out. Does that god, that tank tread sound is so creepy. It like ugh is whoever made that sound, whatever foley artist did that is like, ooh, very good, very good. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very, very good. Then, at this point, is where uh, he pulls out the world first time, right? No, he's pulled out the world. He pulled out the world the first time uh, for Rat. Oh, oh. I mean, I meant, like, first time in this fight. Oh, in this fight, yes, yes, yeah. This is the first time he pulled it out. So, Jotaro sees that Koichi's being a shithead. Um, He's about to die. He could have just let him die here, but because he has a kind heart... Um, he stops time. Jotaro's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy, even though he comes off, like, kind of gruff. But he pulls out, uh, Star Platinum, the world, the coolest Star Platinum, stops time, kind of just like, oh, this is where he starts just, like, beating the shit out of Sheer Heart Attack. <laughs> like, just punching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, just aura auraing the hell out of it. Yeah, but it turns out Sheer Heart Attack, uh, is very strong and he kind of puts a few dents in it like and one of the treads just comes off but it doesn't do anything to sheer heart attack well yeah sheer Um, heart attack is pretty much the first exam the most extreme example of a stand that is uh, definitely uh just a complete box of rocks like it just doesn't know what it's doing just all it it just does its single objective and like that's it yeah what would you say it has any weaknesses? Sheer Heart Attack has exactly less than or equal to zero weaknesses, Jack. Okay, I I, I wasn't sure. I just I I needed to confirm with the with the the third party. But <laughs> I'm glad we could we could have straightened that out. Sheer Heart Attack has no weaknesses. Um. But then they send it off to another corner of the of centipede shoes, and then Koichi gets in kind of like another bratty argument with Jotaro, who, like, because Koichi thinks that Hira is still around, that he knows everything about stands, and because this stand is so strong that the user cannot be more than like ten meters away, Koichi thinks he's a very yeah. smart boy who knows everything about stands. Even though he's had a stand for like a month. <sighs> yeah, Jotaro tries to explain to him that remotely controlled stands are thing, but Jer- Koichi's just like, that's nonsense. Like, there's no way that makes any sense. And then he sends out echoes all the way in the sky, 
and notices that, oh, there's Kira, except, wait a minute, he's more than 50 meters away. And then Quage is just like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he hears that, like, that ticking, clacking, metallic sound, which, oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> and then Sheer Heart Attack locks on to Koichi, uh, shoots over there. Jotaro's like, what the fuck are you doing? Call Echoes or something. Um, and, <laughs> yep. and then he realizes that Koichi was a shithead and stops time real quick. Yeah, that might be the most ang- that might be angriest Yaridari Daze that Jotaro's ever had. Yara Yara, this fucking kid. <laughs> Wish I could punch you like I'd punch a shark, but I'm a kind man now and I don't punch people. Um, but he has figured out how Sheer Heart Attack operates, which is that it goes after the hottest thing in the room. And because uh, it's such a simple stand, it's a very powerful stand. That's why, like, Kira can just, like, go off and do whatever, and Sheer Heart Attack will just, like, attack the hottest thing. We've seen that before, like, the simplest stands are often the strongest. Like, Star Platinum for Part 3 was, like, more or less the strongest because it was so simple. It was a punch game. Oh, yeah. That's all he does. He just punches things. Yeah, and all Sheer Heart Attack does is go after the hottest thing in the room and explode. So yeah, yeah. so it makes it like um, like near invincible, honestly. Yeah, it, I mean, got no weaknesses. Um, so Jatara stops time with the world, and then <laughs> with a piece of wood that he breaks off from somewhere, uh, just rubs very fast on another piece of wood so fast that it catches fire. Um, and then throws it into a corner of the room where Sheer Heart Attack goes after it there. Um, which, smart move by a smart man. <laughs> a lot smarter than Koichi here, who's just, like, yeah. really been fucking it up. God. <sighs> then, oh man, I f- how did Sheer Heart Attack then uh, explode Jotaro? Was it go- was it going after Koichi and then Jotaro got in the way? Like, did Koichi fuck up again? Yeah, because he lit the fire and then Sheer Heart Attack like turned around, like bolted towards him, and then he tried to jump out of the way, but he wasn't quick oh, enough. Yeah, right, right. And he was right. like, "This power, ah." Yeah, it, it, a big explosion. Here's all about those explosions. Um, <laughs> and they've realized by this point, like, this is why they never found Fatty's corpse. Because the corpse of the uh, shopkeeper is gone. So that now they know, like, mm-hmm. anything blown up by Killer Queen or Sheer Heart Attack just vaporized instantly. But yeah. now, Jotaro is bleeding from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Jotaro is a mess. This is, like, the worst condition we've ever seen him in. Like, he is ready to die. <laughs> yeah, like, he's had. 20 knives in him but like because of this shithead kid now this is now this is his end so (laughs) koichi grabs jotaro and runs into the kitchen of this store i don't know why this has a kitchen for some reason i guess maybe the guy also lived there i maybe yeah and he tries to turn on the stoves and this is a really funny like couple lines it's like why is why isn't it getting hot this this is an electric stove who can cook things on this <laughs> which you're very you're very right koichi i hate using a non-gas stove yeah electric stoves are not great <laughs> no unless you got like one of those fancy magnetic induction stoves and then you're just like why why do you even need to cook at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Koichi had the right idea, but Sheer Heart Attack is still coming after him. And then Koichi has a like a pretty cool character growth moment, and then goes Super Saiyan, uh, <laughs> where he pulls out Echoes Act Two and has a very good idea to have the word uh, Sizzle written out, which I don't think yeah we hadn't started this uh, when he got Act Two, so. Yeah, we didn't talk about this, but I think Act 2 is, like, one of the more creative stands there is. 
Oh yeah. Well, I always really liked how uh, it, it cha- how the uh, evolution of Echoes from one, two, and three changes the way that the ability works, but it's still the same basic ability, which is essentially just like using using words. But the yeah. way each version of Echoes uses the words is totally different, but it still really all works in the same vein. It's really neat. Yeah, but Act Two can like write out physical uh like japanese onomatopoeias um and like attach them to things and then that ball that word ball will do the thing that it's the word of so he writes out sizzle and it gets really hot and he just pops it on uh sheer heart attack and it turns out sheer heart attack does have a weakness in how single-minded it is like it can't think yep it'll just go after the hottest things and Koichi takes this opportunity to call up old Josuke Higashikata, who's sitting in an armchair just reading. <laughs> just minding his own business, trying to have one freaking moment of peace. Yeah, before you have to go down, go burn down Rohan's house. Like, just, <laughs> just needs a minute. Um, and Koichi tries to tell him that they're at Centipede Shoes, they need his help. And all Josuke, like, says in this episode is, what? what i can't understand you what but he's able to get out that they're at centipede shoes and then hangs up because what do you know he never turned off the oven and now it's hotter than his word ball and yep mm-hmm. sheer heart attack goes after uh the oven and explodes which sends them flying out into the street is that right well, get... yeah, because it explodes, Koichi gets blown out the window, and then he's just like, where, and he gets hurt because the word bubble got exploded. Yeah, so. which, yeah, which was part of Echo's act, too, so, like, now he's got a big old gash in his back, and he can't use the word ball again, um, mm-hmm. and he thinks everything is fucked, which it pretty much yeah. is. He's a, he's a bad Koichi's really stupid, though, because he's like, okay, so he can't pull out Echo's. Because he thinks Echoes is dead, but like then he's like, wait a second, if Echoes is dead, I would also be dead. But then he sees yeah. that Echoes molted again, but he he thinks that that means that Echoes is dead, but he doesn't remember, he doesn't like immediately think like, oh, wait a minute, this happened once already. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been here before. <laughs> and then we meet Echoes Act 3, which, whew, he's a cool oh, man. Oh man, Echoes Act Three, one one of my personal faves. So remember, I, I was just saying how uh, Echoes Act One uses words by pl- like literally writing words on things and then making mm-hmm. that action happen. Echoes Act yeah. Two creates uh, physical manifestations of onomatopoeias, and then Echoes Act Three, he basically just he like he raps kind of. He he raps poorly. <laughs> yeah, he raps poorly. Um, he does like a nice little fusion dance, and he, yeah, I like, guess what he really does is he uses he he turns the word based ability and uses it as like fighting moves. Now he has his yeah. like special moves. Yeah. So Echoes has finally reached his destiny of becoming a punch ghost. <laughs> yeah, he can now punch. He did. He wasn't able yeah. to punch before. Yeah, he's a weird bug ghost, and now he's a, he's a he's hipster Frieza. He is hipster Frieza, um, <laughs> and so he pun- he uses Echoes Act Three freeze and punches Sheer Heart Attack a bunch, and then gets blown back because <laughs> he's not still not very strong. And then yeah, Sheer Heart Attack is advancing to Koichi, and he's out of ideas, and he thinks he's about to just eat shit hard, but then your heart attack like it it's like it gets punched into the ground so hard it's a crater but what act 3 has done is made sheer heart attack so heavy that it's like buckling the ground beneath it and that's yeah. and that's very funny cuz we cut back to Kira like having a nice coffee at a cafe and his hand slams down into his cup shattering it like, this is and one he's of my just like really. Moments. Everybody, everybody just looks at him, and it's really funny. Yeah, because this is his nightmare. Because like he doesn't want to be looked at. He's 
he's basically yeah because he doesn't want anybody to be tipped off that there's anything weird about him so this is actual like nightmare status yeah like he <laughs> he's having a panic attack at this point um and he tries to like play it off as like no i'll pay for the cup sorry about that my bad and <laughs> then his hand gets heavier uh punches the table down um, and now he's just on the ground. Everyone's looking at him. Everyone thinks he's a weirdo. And uh, you almost feel bad for him at this point. But he's a monster, so you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the waiter comes over to help him. And he tries to help him up. And then he gets heavier and rips off the waiter's shirt. Like, sir, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ripping off my shirt? Why did you do this? I was just trying to help you. Um, because now Sheer Heart Attack has effectively stopped. Like, it's trying to get to Koichi and Echoes and Jotaro, but it can't really do anything. It's it's basically neutralized at this point. And then, that is that the end? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there, there Kira goes, oh, I'm going to have to go, I'm gonna have to go get Sheer Heart Attack in person to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see him, like, dragging his hand across the crosswalk, like, to get to the street. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a really cool episode. Like, Sheer Heart Attack is a very, like, neat fight to show off, like, what Kira can do. Oh, yeah. And Sheer Heart, Sheer Heart Attack is also a, a very classic example of how just absolutely uh, asinine uh, – jojo might look to someone that doesn't really understand what's happening <laughs> yeah because they're they're literally fighting a toy look a toy tank <laughs> yeah this tiny little like cat man tank but no because it's terrifying yeah like, it, it's it's all about context yeah every time jojo is said, always all about context oh, yeah. <laughs> every time it said look over here it was just oh man because it would say look over here every time it was about to like blow something up and oh yeah what just exploded wasn't human look over here yeah. yep Ugh. chills um but next week next week josuke shows up and then things get nice yeah we get we get we get some uh much much awaited crazy diamond action I, i'm pretty sure yeah we should because uh, crazy diamond hasn't done much lately right he hasn't done much, like, at all, period, except for, like, heal people. Like, that's really yeah, all he's like, done. Like, he kind of took it to Oitoishi a little bit, but, like, other than that, yeah, nothing really. No, but he, he comes back, takes center stage. He's got a lot of cool arcs coming up, especially Highway Star. Oh, I want to see Highway Star. Oh, God, Star yeah. Hi Highway Star is what's going to make you realize how great of a stand Crazy Diamond really is. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Next week we'll have more Battle Tendency for you and another great installment of Sheer Heart Attack Part 3? Yeah, Part 3. Yeah. And yeah, pretty pretty straightforward episode this week, but we're just uh we're just chugging through some of that good stuff. Oh, yeah, we chug a chug a chug a chug a choo choo. It's all aboard the Joe's train. And if you like this episode or any of our other episodes, Give us a... No one is going to like this episode after what you just said. Okay. That's... That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But if you're still listening and didn't just throw your phone out the window, uh, <laughs> give us a... Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. We're also on Google Play now. Um, oh, yeah. We are definitely on Google Play. So if you, if you use Google Play Music... Which I've actually been using recently. It's actually a really great yeah. service. It's if very you're, good. If you have the Google subscription, but uh, yeah, we're totally on there now, and yeah. uh, we're also on, on SoundCloud, which is our home base. Yeah, we're just trying to get to as many people as we can. Trying to trying to yeah. get every buddy aboard the Joe's train. That was a callback. See, that was a callback. <laughs> um, God damn it. Yeah, but thanks everybody for listening, and see you next week. See you later, friends. Oh,